Count us off, Brendo. Three, two, one. Brendo, 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 Brendo. Where for the Brendo man comes. Comedy, contest, depression, and fun. Where for the Brendo man comes. Comedy, contest, depression, and buns. Winner, winner, we got a winner. Someone had fried chicken for their dinner. Yay! <laughs> Comedy contest! Now we are playing the vinegar. On the giggles, we got my wife, Rebecca Crashley. Yeah. On the dog tail, we got Doug Dean's dog, Diggy. And on the white vinegar, Bruce Gray! What is this, Brendan? It's Radio Brendo Man. Cool. I'm Brendan Creasy. We already walked to the dog. <laughs> Stay downstairs. Uh, I'm, I'm his brother. Uh, I'm his sister-in-law. Yeah, it's, it's all in relation to Brendo. And we have Portland's Funniest! Hello! The PFP. <laughs> this is the, po- the post-PFP podcast with the PFP themselves. Yeah. Hello. Kelly Ryan. Hey, how are we doing? <laughs> and tagging along. Yeah. Bruce Gray. Number f- somewhere between 4th and 12th in the contest. There were 12 in the four, finals. 4th through 12th. Uh, I got all of those places. Oh, it is a mystery. Did you have like a judge come up to you and be like, "You're with my guy"? No, I uh, <laughs> I was mainly just in the green room after laughing very hard because Kelly won. <laughs> it's embarrassing in some level, right? You know, it. Uh, I have to. I, I, weirdly enough, before after they called second place, I kind of like looked at Bruce and I was just like, "I have no. a bad feeling." That it's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you can. Uh, Simon Gibson took a video from the side stage of the thing, and you can hear Simon after they called second place go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I mean, my brother and I uh, were there. We're like, I had this half second. I was like, "Oh, maybe it's Dan's year," and immediately. I said, Kelly hasn't gone up yet. So, yeah. Uh, early pick from your opening round set here on the pod. It was, oh. like, no surprise there. Oh, well, thank you. I, I like the... Well, it gives me a lot of anxiety The uh, whenever everyone's out there and they're calling the places. As soon as they... Like, for all the rounds, when they call, like, fourth or whatever, I start doing the math in my head. I'm like, well, that means that it has to be this way. And so, like, after they called second, I was like, well, man, it would be crazy if... Kelly didn't place. We were there. She had crush. Yeah, I was like, I, it would be very weird if she didn't place. And I was like, it's funny because there's no part of it where I was like, I had a fine set, but I was like, there's no part of me where I was like, here we go. Like, it's my time. Like, I literally, because it was, I was sitting, Kelly was to my right, and then to her right was Diana Potter, and they called second place, and she looked over at me and she goes, it's Kelly. And I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a, uh, well, I've never, I've never done a comedy contest. You've never done a contest. No. Well, you're great at them. Oh well, thank you. And yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that's just from doing shorter sets frequently, probably, mm. right? Yeah, because like, like if you're, you know, if you're not headlining and you're not being asked to feature, you're fighting for your life. Every, yeah. Like with that first minute, and then yeah. it's like if you can get them for that first minute, you can get them for the next five or six. Yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely a cool. Well, also, this community here, like, this scene... Fucking weirdos. Well... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I was gonna but say that they... But also, I think Kelly's gonna say, but also, yes, weirdos. I was just I gonna say that it's cool that everyone does it. 
Yeah. That, that so many people it's do. A, yeah. It's like... It's like a huge thing here. Yeah. To what else the is there? We don't even have Bridgetown anymore. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> also very funny because, I mean, in like October, probably, when we were talking to people about, like, somebody had mentioned the contest. We were like, oh, cool. Like, that that sounds fun for you. Like, that'll be fun for you guys. And then... I think it was Shane Brennan was like, you guys going to do it? And we're Why like, would you not? Yeah, but it was like, room. it would like just move there. And he was like, you guys going to do the contest? We're like, no, I'm not going to you know, do that. We didn't know anything about it. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is a comedy contest that the club puts on. We had no idea that it was like, I mean, I know like Amy Miller and I know she won it. And I knew that was very cool, but I didn't know. I just didn't know much about it at all. And neither did he. No. And then when everyone was like, no, head everyone. Corden won the first one. I know. It's and crazy. And you share a distinction with the, with Ian Carmel, first winner of year one of the contest. And you know what that is? It's like the best gift ever. Huh. Is you're the only two winners of the contest who entered it once and won and don't have to worry about it oh, again. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Everyone else who's won it has like, has, has not had their name called at the end. Everyone else who's been in it. Wow, that is, huh. It was just very funny because it's like, from there, it was like so many different people were like, yeah, you guys got to do it. Yeah, come on. You got to do it. Like, you guys got to do it. It'll be fun. And I feel like now everyone's like, what the fuck? Why did we tell Kelly to do the contest? Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, I, I will say that there were a lot of people, I felt like, in the finals that definitely, it could have been them. It was such a good Yeah, I really round. thought it could. There was like nine different people. Yeah, Dan Weber fucking destroyed. Dylan Jenkins killed. Shane, mm-hmm. great. Killed. I mean, the, so many people did well. There were only a couple of lulls, I think, the whole night. And for that to be, I mean... I mean, that's, that happens at like some of the best shows you'll ever see too. Yeah, so, you live with one of the lulls. I was a big time. <laughs> you were not, a, you were not a lull. I was a lull. Every night before bed, I go, you're not a lull. <laughs> no, it was, it was wild. And I mean, yeah, people were killing and then like obviously Shane destroyed and then he DQ'd himself. Yeah. So that was yeah. brutal because he was like in my head, like I was in the back in the sound booth during his set. I was talking to Nick, and I was like, man, I was like, I really want Shane to win. Like, just yeah. before my set, I was like, I would be very happy if Shane won. And then he's like, applause break after applause break. And then it was like, I was back there with Nick, and the clock went to like 7.30. Oh, yeah. The fans of Shane knew this this moment of like, <gasps> well, no, it was yeah. like, well, me and Nick, like, clock was at like 7.30, and it wasn't even like a thought in my mind. And then he started a bit that I've seen him do that I know is longer. And me and yes. Nick both looked at each other like, Oh no, like no, come on, like no, put it was the both, mic in the clip. Yeah. And I was like in my head I was like, Oh, he's doing a, an abridged version of the nope. no. Nope. <laughs> he had, I, I was watching and insane because we haven't seen him for uh, two years in the contest now at least. And he started that bit and I was like, Oh, if he ends here, he's great. I was like, No, he did all the tests. Yeah, it was and but it's yeah. like, I mean, in the moment, he's destroyed. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's hard it to walk I thought he had a top three set. I don't think he had the top set, though. Yeah, I definitely think he should have been up there, for sure, in that top three. Um, but yeah, like you said, there was, you know, four other people there. They were top three, too. It's like, oh, yeah, duh. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. It's like, I was happy... Either way, like by the time I got to the finals, I was like, all right, whatever. Like, yeah, I felt like the semifinals were way more terrifying. Yeah. And I think it's just because 
There was round two of Bowie Mania. Round two, yeah, <laughs> right after Bowie again. That was my second time going directly after him. Uh, everyone who's listening is familiar with Bowie Mania, but if this is your first episode, um, Kelly, two times in the contest, <laughs> had to follow. A comedian that can only be described as a Tasmanian devil. A Tasmanian, <laughs> the Tasmanian belly button. Yeah, uh, but he did. He was one of the few comedians who brought a brand new set to round two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Complete also with a hot dog. Also yeah. brought half of his office, no, his entire office, half yeah. the room to the first round. Yeah, in a you know, what felt like a fifth of the room. Good <laughs> chunk. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. He. It was wild. I have to say though, like. Every time back in the green room, He's room with him blast. was so fun. Yeah, he literally was dancing the whole time, and like you know how like uh, most of the time comics are just kind of sitting like half nervous, half miserable that they're they're just worried and all this stuff, and he did not allow that at all. It was just like we're going up on the biggest stage in Portland, we're doing yeah. it, and I'm like, yeah, buddy, like. It was yeah. sure. <laughs> the, the semifinals was like what was really nerve wracking, and I was on the first night of the semifinals. And in my head, I was like, I know Kelly's going to the, f-. and like we're never like competitive at all with comedy shit. But it's just like I knew Kelly was gonna go. What to What are final. you competitive with? Oh, just Dave and Buster's games. Uh, yeah, the, really, yeah. really dumb the best buck hunter. Yeah. Oh, I'm the. Oh, you're the I'm best a, buck hunter. I'm, I can I'm gonna come out and say right now, I'm the best buck hunter player in all of Portland comedy, and I'm, I take that. Anybody who wants to see me, a like mandolin deal might have at my father's place bar. They got a good buck hunter there. I think it's the uh, Duck Dynasty. Uh, Version, mm-hmm. but I take the cake of things like, you know, the basketball game and Papa the, Shop. We have Kelly's, it out front. Really, Kelly's legendary when it comes to one of our first dates was to a Dave and Buster's, and I lost everything, and I felt very emasculated. I felt great. You might appreciate this. <laughs> Uh, I was a theater nerd in college, and I was like, I'm going to graduate school, and I'm getting my MFA in acting, and, and you know, I'm going to be an actor, and then I'm going to do comedy, because that's how comedy works. You do acting first, I thought, when I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, David Carvey, he, you know, he was on, he was an actor, and then he was on SNL, and then he did stand-up, broccoli. Yeah. And I was like, that's how you do it. And I remember flying my ass to Providence, Rhode Island, mm-hmm. to do two monologues for Brown's graduate acting program and I called my mom from the mall I was like mom I had a great audition I think this is the place for me I'm in a Dave and Buster's right now <laughs> I can come here like I can bring my acting friend classes to Dave and Buster's like after rehearsal <laughs> so like you're speaking my love language Dave and Buster's Dave, Dave and Buster's the the biggest issue and dare I say the only issue is the press yeah that's it but the rest of it as far as like a capitalism place, that's yeah, great. It's great. Well, even Kelly's old place in LA <laughs> was right by a Chuck E. Cheese, and we would go over there during the day. Oh, and there would be there'd be nobody yeah. there. <laughs> they we got wine and beer at Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese. We just drink. That's huge. Play games for twenty five. Do have beer for Yeah, <laughs> I like the food. I got no. I got no qualms with Chuck E. Cheese I think pizza. Brendo had a good hack with his friends at Dave and Buster's. They would play like a trivia game and then win Dave and Buster's bucks. Mm. Oh well, there was this trivia game there that we were like aces at, oh. and we would get like we we got enough. Tickets to like buy video games oh, and shit. Oh what? Oh, that's big news. Yeah, because those are fucking expensive. You ever start? Yeah. You ever start playing a game there and realize that it's broken and that you can just set it on the right thing to get like a million tickets? We did that and the, they almost got kicked out of the damn uh, John's Incredible Pizza Bakersfield. Oh, John's Incredible Pizza is dope. I like John. I, got, <laughs> I like them I better. I like John's Incredible Pizza better than 
Dave and Buster's. It's more niche. Because it's very niche. It's the food is better. That's like Gaddy Town. In like Texas. the John's Incredible mm. Pizza. Pizza is way better. I've only been to one, but they have all the themed rooms. Yeah, yeah, that's like Gaddy Town. Let's see, John's Incredible Pizza. I'll oh, fucking that. anybody who wants to see who can eat the most pizza at John's Incredible Pizza. <laughs> anybody, I have my you out. I had my like thirty first birthday at John's Incredible. That's pizza. perfect. John's rocks, dude. And the one in my hometown, they have a go kart track. They have a whole yeah. They got rides. You ever, did they used to have? I don't know. Back in the day, they used to have this machine there where it was a. Uh, it actually kind of looked like a Hitachi wand, uh, but you would sit oh, inside of it yeah. and you would press it. You could like design your own roller coaster and it yeah. would like, spin you to yeah. death. Yeah. Where are you from, Bakersfield? Bakersfield, yeah. okay. I don't know where the, I don't know where all they have John the Purple Pizza. I know there's a few. They, they've expanded a lot. They have one in Buena Park now. Okay. Oh, okay. really? And huh. Buena Park's kind of, uh, I mean, I don't want to, you know, let the cat out of the bag. Don't really eat a lot. Buena Park has got a lot of shit going on. they got Portillo's. They Portillo's. Yeah, they do have they got the only, on part, on one of the only, there's a Portillo's, the only Portillo's outside of Chicago are in, because the guy like moved out to California and there's one in Riverside or near Riverside in Moreno Valley, and then there's one in Buena Park. It's really rare. I don't know what club is close in there, but I've been to Buena Park quite a few times on the Portillo's way. Portillo's is really good. Yeah, it's really good. What's Portillo's? Hot dogs. Oh. Hot dogs. Italian beef. Italian, Italian hot dogs. Hot beef. Sorry. And they have good salads and milkshakes. Yeah, they, I haven't oh, tried it. They got pizza and milkshakes. I haven't tried The brownie that. shake or the yeah. chocolate cake what shake. What in the world? This podcast is brought to you by Portillo's. <laughs> Use the code BRENDOMAN for 10 bucks off next time you go to Portillo's. Well, like, they've got, Buena Park's got Portillo's and then they've got that bakery right there that... Oh, Porto's. Porto's yeah. bakery. Oh, I know Porto's. Up, yeah, we have big Buena Park knowledge going on right now. And like, go there every year for does it make you miss LA? You're like, I can't get that. Uh, quit peeing your back fast enough because I gotta go an hour and a half outside and get in fucking Buena Park. <laughs> I go there for Not Scary Farm. Oh, okay. That's, mm. I like Not Scary Farm. Oh, my goodness. You know what I don't like about Not Scary Farm? They got good roller coasters, but they got that roller coaster that's real tall. It's kind of an N shape. And oh, yeah. If accelerator. You, the accelerator. But if you don't go, if you don't go fast it enough, goes back it down. goes back down. And it's like, I don't want a, a, a roller coaster kind of misfiring every now and that was always kind of my issue with the place was I'm on a roller coaster that's misfiring the scariest thing that ever happened to me was we were on Superman at Six Flags oh, yeah. and it went past the station oh wow <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you hit the springs like the break area <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah man man super and they were like do you want to go again or like no <laughs> they're like Please don't tell our boss. No, I was a tiny little kid, like, you know, right at that age where your parents or dad just let us, like, run around Six Flags, you know? Yeah. Because there was an, there was an era where he was tall enough for all the coasters, and it's like, sorry, kid, just, like, run around. And I went to one of those, like, the dragon, it was called Z-Force, but it was like a dragon swing that went all the way around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And the, uh, the harness, it came down, it was like a foam roller, I was such a skinny little kid that when it, like, was hanging upside down, I could feel myself rolling out. Yeah. It was like, I, it was one of my first in my child brain near death experiences. Yeah, my dad yeah. used to put napkins in my shoes to make me tall enough. And when it's like, that's not good. What? But, yeah. You know my dad. It's weight based. Oh, I'm not, I'm not shocked by that, but I mean, the how napkins much. Napkins in the shoes, yeah. How much space did it give you? Uh, how many inches? enough. I don't know. Wow. I still do it to that's this day. That's some important shit. Yeah, my, my dad is very Homer Simpson ish. That he wanted true. to ride the rides, and he was like, I'm going to go with myself. Bruce, put the damn napkin on. Oh, goodness, I have a very tall child. Uh, that's good news. <laughs> you guys can go on soon. It's funny, though, because she's at the age where on a playground, like, kids, like, if they're, sh- like, a short floral, they'll be like, oh, cool, a kid. And they'll start talking to her, and they're like, baby? 
I still have a diaper and she's just like, slide. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm a big baby. <laughs> this is true. Because uh, she still has short hair because it's so fine red hair, slow growing. So You got a redhead? Yeah, a little strong. Wow. Aw. So Run strong in our family. That's redhead. Red yeah. Got red face. Mm. Um, but yeah. Fuck. I, 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 I don't mean to redirect this or anything, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed the contest. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, when you guys write us to like your expectations when you like first heard about it from Shane Brendan, like you're doing it. And you, was there, there was probably a point where you're like, can I back out of this stuff? I've done it. Like, well, expectations versus what it led to for you is what I'm going for there, I guess. Yeah, I think, I think the first round, because a lot of people kind of go through because they bring a lot of people who vote for them. And we didn't bring anybody because we don't know no. anybody. Well, yeah. We were like, we're going to lose. We didn't. Most of the people that host there, if you look mm-hmm. at their comp lists, like I'm mm-hmm. someone I was checking in, I can be like, oh, like most of the people that work at Helium, they don't do any comps in the first show. Yeah. Just because of, I think they're just busy and they don't think about it. I know? just, like, there's a few people I could invite and then literally I just forgot and then I was like, oh, it's too late. I don't get any comps. And like before the first show, Nick was like, oh, here's your comps. And I was like, oh. Shit. <laughs> no, they make it seem like they're super strict. Yeah. And in reality, you know, at least under Nick's management, like day of, I'm like, oh, how about this? Oh, can you switch this one with that one? Or like, my brother and I are doing a podcast. Can we just get it? And they're like, yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's very loose. Yeah. But it, um, after I think the first round, we were like, oh, this is actually fun and judged probably for the most part correctly, you know? Yeah, I mean, because we, uh, Brendan, we have the Brendo meter. He just, he's just tracking laughs, right? <laughs> I just imagine you in the audience with like, th- like things hooked up to your fingers and you're like feeling oh, okay. getting this the energy. Oh, okay. semifinals. Um, but in the first round, even with the voting, greater than two out of three of the times, the laughs win. And like, yeah. you know, you were putting up, like a first round score that was like a dozen points higher than anybody else. Oh, wow. cool. Just from laughs. Cool. That's why I knew you were going to win. That's why I knew you were going to win. Because <laughs> the laugh I mean, but, the, but that, that's round one, right? Round yeah. two was like, well, what the fuck are the judges looking for? Yeah. At the same time, like if I'm a judge and it's like, oh, some of the judges, they book a comedy room. Some of these judges, you know, it's part of their job. To, it's like, well, you know, someone that's that consistent, that gets that many laughs, is yeah. like, oh, well, this is someone that should probably be headlining soon. The funniest judge was whenever they listed off the uh, the agent's uh, accomplishments, like, and tonight we have their assistant. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that is so funny. But Brenda brought up a good point about that is... Like they're probably the assistants are gonna be the one. Yeah, like, that's, they're gonna be an agent in a few years. You know, I would. They'll remember. Well, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like I, I, work, I still work in colleges, and they always made a big fucking deal of like, you're given tours, and some parent will be like, "Do graduate students do you have TAs? Do t- are TAs teaching class?" And it's like, yeah, these like awesome, sometimes sexy, brilliant young minds are teaching, not so these jaded old tenured folks that are checked out 20 years ago. Like mm-hmm. that's what like the like your the assistant thing makes sense because it's like they're gonna the ones who are kind of putting ideas in people's ears, but also will be agents or managers soon. Where it's like I used to always host this show for a friend or it's my friend's brother who works at Netflix and him and his he's they're like young guys. I used to work for Netflix. Really? 
the yeah, call center. <laughs> you should have been a judge on the concert, but this next no, guy. It was right when they launched like... Instant Watch, so imagine having for nine hours a day, ten hours a day during the busy season, twelve hours trying to explain to your grandparents over the phone how streaming works. Yeah, in the it's early People, Jeez. but uh, he's I like, missed the DVD days. I'll say. The, uh, did you get Netflix DVDs? I did. You yes. can still do it. It costs. People definitely do still do that. They have, they have boxes. Old people do. Yeah. The um. Anyway, you had a friend. Oh, well, his Sorry. my friend's brother works in the comedy department on Netflix. He's like assistant to an assistant to an assistant, and but him and his friends who all work are like mailroom people at like these agencies would put on this show, and I would host it for him all the time. It was at like this super cool house in the hills, and it would be like crazy packed, but it was with like all these like young tastemakers. Yeah, these like young kids who were like right now work for are an assistant to an assistant to an assistant, but eventually will be. But like I would also host, so I would have to go up there, and they're all very cool and good looking, and so they were like comedy. Like, so I have to go up there and be like, okay, guys, like let's go get this under control. I get it. We're at a house party. You guys are all good looking. Uh, whoever gave yeah. you that job knew what they were doing. I could see you doing very well in that. Yeah. So I just had to go up and yell at these people, which is either good or bad because hopefully in ten years people would be like, hey, that guy was funny, or that guy was very mean to all of us at a house party ten years ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. no, I, you know, I knew I like. After the first round, because that was the thing where, like, me or Kelly were both like, I could see either of us just getting eliminated in the first round, and that would be very funny. And I told Kelly, like, after the first round, I was like, oh, you're going to win. Like, it's it's said and done. I'm just, I wanted to make it to the finals. And then I was like, from there, I was kind of like, well, I would be happy with whatever happened. And then it was house money. So yeah, 100%. Well, even after the uh, semi, my semifinal round, before the night... Of the contest, they, in the, like, the meeting thing they do, they were like, oh, so tonight three people will move on, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then on stage at the end, cause Posse's a dick, who is my, my very good friend, he called the three people, and I was like, oh, cool, alright, good for them. And then like, he like, held it for a second, he's like, and Bruce Gray! And I was like, you fucking asshole, like, why didn't you, like, you did the last on purpose? But it's also like none of us even knew it was going to be four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that, the first semifinal night. Confusion. That, no, yeah. like, there are people that like worked there that were confused. Yeah, yeah. we were told four? it was. We were yeah. told it was three, and so they called the three, and I was like, cool, man, good for them. Yeah, whatever. Oh, that must have felt great though. But yeah, it was, you're like, wait a minute, is he still fucking with me? Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah, it's a very. Um, I will say that it's very transparent. I think, at least on stage, like, people, at least in our, in my first round, I know that I was very happy for the people that were called before me. And it was the same thing again. And it's just very obvious when you can feel people not happy. And it's like, this, you're in front of a bunch of people right now. Keep it together. No, my move was always. (laughs) Be the last person on stage, so like you're not even on stage, you're like in that weird alcove, yeah, in the green room. I if you know you have a bad poker face, I was always don't way, be front and center. I was always way out there, and then usually after my set, I'd have a, a few soda pops, and so by that point, I'm good. Like, Woo! Yeah, let's go. good for everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also like. I don't know. I mean, after each set, I would just go get a glass of Pinot Grigio because Pinot I'm like, Grish. there's no need to fucking stress about this. And there were people like, and I, and I feel bad because I'm like, if, like you want to help them calm down, 
but they can't be calm. Yeah. So they're like standing in the hallway and they're like, I just need to be called. I just need to get out of here. And you're like, dude, like, can I buy you a drink? Like, yeah. can we just sit down for a second? Like, it's going to be okay. No matter what, it seems that <laughs> the comics, no matter what the round, no matter how to 13, uh, 13 opening rounds, the comics are waiting for Adam Posse to finish seven minutes too early. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. There was even, yeah. well, the finals was the only round where, like, we were all, like, in the bar drinking and, like, cause it's, like, it was fun. It was, like, all the yeah. people that I'm friends with. So we were, like, it was a good group. It was, like, yeah. all of us were just drinking and, like, bullshitting and, like, the morale was very high and everybody was, like, nobody was really, like, in a bad mood at that point. Like, maybe people were nervous, but really everybody was just, like, in the bar having a good time. And it felt, like, too late. I was, like, are we, are we, like, how, how long have we been in here for? Like, I, like, there was a few times where I was like, Posse, he's, 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 did they, they didn't call it already, did they? They'll let us know, right? <laughs> and then, like, we saw it, like, come through like, with, like, it was none of us. Yeah, and I was like, can we all fucking lose? How does, did we, like, did they cancel the whole thing? Posse went extra long on the finals. Like, they were ready to go and he started, like, a five-minute thing. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I'm living it up. It's the last time we're gonna do this. He's like, just taping all the sets for God knows what reason. He's so funny. He's a shit. I'm gonna get Last chunk, of, yeah. You, well, nice, you nice guy who's posse for the rest of your life. You have to do the onion and Brussels sprouts bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite bit. I love it. Rub my back while I vomit on my own shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he was such a good host, and I, oh, he's a great I, host. Yeah, and he loves comedy. He actually loves the contest. He loves the contest. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the contest is fun. If yeah. you let the contest be fun, the contest is very fun. Yeah. I think also if you've done it multiple times. If you're not in the contest. Yeah. Especially that. Yeah, if you're not in the contest, I'm sure it's a fucking blast all the time. Yeah. I was, I mean, I had a great time. I mean, we went to a couple of shows that we weren't in. We were just like, this is it's fun. fun to watch. It's yeah. fun to yeah, watch. It's fun, to, it's fun watch. to talk shit on the notes, even to people who are your friends. I'm sure yeah. I, I would love to have seen your ballots in the notes. I oh, made. some of mine I wrote. I was eating during this. Like I was eating. <laughs> like, what, what, one that I wrote. Um, I wrote like Chris Paul. <laughs> like winning like, the like he was going to the finals oh, for yeah. like two comics. I uh, on one of them I wrote I don't feel good G O O and then I just drug my pencil down the entire page <laughs> off the bottom like I was just collapsing in the middle of writing. There this might be one smoke break. Yeah. yeah, we watched some. I mean, there it. You really get a full range, did, I would say. <laughs> did you watch any of the open? You were in different opening rounds, so you probably watched. Yeah. We actually well, weren't at each other's. I wasn't at Kelly's. You lost that vote too. Yeah, we weren't at either of our because yeah, we had we negative either. votes. Yeah. Where yeah. were we? I was doing a show, and I don't where remember we where you were doing the job. I, uh, where were you? something was going on? I really don't remember. Where. I, I don't know. I don't remember. But but we you were. voted. How did your voting line up? As far as you recall, uh, pretty close. Except for one, night, one, night, one night it was pretty completely opposite. It was one while. But it's fun. You know what's fun is that there's people that are like, not brand new, but are like, like. Oh, sometimes new. there's people, people that are like their first time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there is multiple of those. But people that you see around all the time that are like, like a few years in that are like good comics, but then like you see them during the contest and they just like, Turn it up to a hundred. Like Brian yeah, Bixby is my example. That was crazy. I don't remember. I think it was the opening round that I saw him. He was like yeah. Bernie Mac out there. He was yeah. like on fire. He was crushing. I told him after. I was like, "You were you were killing." Yeah, there were quite a few people where I was like, 
Yeah, do that more, dude. Like, <laughs> well, it was probably a joy for you to watch because you'd probably, other than the slice of comics that you'd seen on the few shows that are around, you know, yeah. the post-vaccinated scene, yeah. but you probably saw a bunch of people who you'd seen at Mike's and then in the contest setting or in a good crowd, you're just like, yeah. oh, wow, yeah, literally. Yeah. That joke does work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's uh, also just people that, like, I had never gotten to see... Dylan Jenkins before. Yeah. I knew who he was and I'd seen him before, but then when we watched him in the semifinal, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This guy's great. <laughs> he went like a few before me. He went pretty early actually in my semifinal round and I was like hanging with him outside. And we, I didn't see a set, but like literally everybody who came out was like, unbelievable job, Dylan. Yeah. Dylan, you crushed. Dylan, this and that. And I was like, Dylan, you're the fucking talk of the town, dude. Yeah. You're fucking crushing it out here. Yeah, I think he was either third or fourth or something. I would have been very happy if he won, too. That would have been good. Yeah. yeah. Most, I mean, there's nobody that could have won that I would have been like, wow. I would have just been like, whoever won, I probably would have been like, oh, good for them. Yeah. Unless there was well, somebody who was like, this is my third time ever doing comedy. And I'd be like, this is wild. No, I mean, that's why I think, like, <laughs> the white of people are like, but... But but they don't even they don't even live. It's like who among us was born in Portland and does comedy here? Like, I actually was born in still, Portland. Which is crazy. Portland, Connecticut, <laughs> Texas, and back, right? Yeah. So it's like I also there was a rumor that we've only been here for the summer, which also isn't true. We were here in Whoa. September of last year. Oh, yeah, I have a documented. So, so, <laughs> I have your so, so it's like, you know what? You have a, 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 co- a copy of our lease. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, you know what? People got a lot of nerve spreading. I don't know. Spreading these baseless lies. <laughs> it's just funny where it's like, so you came up here because things in LA were bad or like, just because it was closed down. Yeah. 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 And, and it was also less expensive here. Yeah. And, we, I was born here, so I was like, I've always wanted to go back for a minute, and then here the we are. The real reason is that Montana <laughs> is too cold. Yeah, Montana's <laughs> fucking tight. Yeah, it's a, I, we were because we were there last summer for a month, and we were like, let's just go back there, and then we were like looking at the weather, we're like, oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, it's like, I mean, it's minus thirty. I heard that you guys chose us to come fuck around. Yeah, you know what I mean? and then we're like, we could also. Like, there will be at least a little bit of stand-up. Take that, Montana. Yeah. Fuck you, Great Bozeman. Yeah. 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 Great. yeah, we went to Montana for a month to do their comedy contest. The big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're like a, a, a traveling snake oil salesman. We just go town to town. <laughs> we're the... Well, I'm big, a distraction. Big Sky. Have you guys done Big Sky? No, no. no. That's August a festival, Smith. Though, right? Listen, yeah, well, it's a festival, but it's one of those, like, laughing school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a good yeah. festival, and everyone who does it says it's really fun, because, like, they the treat you well. the activities around it. And, like, I know Lucas, and I don't know the other... Guy. I haven't done it, but I would love to do it just cause, as an excuse to go to Montana. No, yeah, no. Augie Smith is, uh, I think, one of the other guys on there. And, I usually uh, don't submit for a. He's lot a Portland of guy, and he knows what the Portland contest means. So that's really awesome. Uh, so you should submit to Big Sky. Oh yeah, I will. Yeah, because they got like they got like jump, like Sky Gym as an activity every year. Oh whoa, really? I think Alex Falcone broke his pinky on it. Oh okay. <laughs> Everybody who's done it says it's very fun. Yeah, I just really don't submit to a lot of festivals. Like, I've, yeah. festivals that I've done have kind of been like, my friend is helping put it on, or I'm doing a show that's like booked on the festival. It's very like hard. Going with the show. It's very hard without a credit to convince people that you should be on it. <laughs> like, I feel like, but which. Portland's funniest. No, now I have one, which is great, which is so freaking cool, and I 
I no, guess. I think it's awesome because it'll be like um like like a school that's like, did you know that um that Barack Obama went to Pepperdine? It's like that was for like one semester. But I was like, dude, Kelly Ryan was here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what like this that could potentially give way more credibility to the contest. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, I mean, co- yeah. I think people should just look at it as very fun and not get too. Uh, Stuck in whatever idea of what it means to win or what it like. It's just a fun time. It's a fun time. And yeah. obviously winning is cool, but it's like winning is the only thing that actually matters in the contest. Like even if you get like, like you, I don't know. Like if you don't even get to the finals or even like pl- win, it's like there, you can't be like, oh, this, that, or the other thing. It was a weird special year because, like, the contest happened right when things were reopening, right when the scene was, like, you know, there had been, like, Mount St. Helens had erupted, and then, like, you know, the first little, you know, micro, you know, ecosystems are rebuilding, and and it happened to coincide with contest season. And I think this year, more than most, with a couple exceptions, it was, like, a sweeter, more kumbaya. Like, yeah. everyone's gonna crush. We got like people are coming yeah. to see us. We're not just doing it in fucking <laughs> yeah mics, mics. There's so many mics, outdoor mics, car mics, zoom yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. scene really was doing what it could to keep yeah. things up and moving, which is very cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it did feel for the most part very positive overall until it wasn't. <laughs> but. <laughs> Well, can we talk about your contest set real fast? Because I just like one of the things that I that immediately set it apart is so few comics really use the crowd in an engaging way, mm. and you just so fearlessly are like you you, you know you're like talking to the tables and like what's your name and then you're like you're, you're doing their voice you know and it's, mm-hmm. it's just like knowing that how how do you go into a contest knowing you have like five minutes or six minutes doing like I'm gonna you know pepper the crowd and get back to my stuff like that's amazing like how do you do well, that? Um, I think it's just really being in the moment, you know, and not, I think trusting yourself that you can always get back to what you planned just in case. Uh, and then also I do, I've, I do a lot of crowd work. So that's like probably one of my better skills. So I think getting good at that is very. And knowing a, how to do it in like a, a time condensed time. Yeah. 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 I mean, and you kind of got to scope out the, Something that I normally love to do, and obviously in the, in that round I was only, I was second, so I didn't have much time, but typically I'll sit and watch the whole thing before I go up so that I know who's already been talked to. Yeah. What's, what's the deal? What can I play off of? What, how can I make this just a unique experience for the people here? You so, don't want to be the second person to make fun of Susan's hat. Right, yeah. exactly. But if I said, if the hat's already been made fun of, and I riff on top of the joke that the other person made, then it's like, oh, whoa, this person's, like, adding layers to it, yeah. whatever. So it can be, it, it's very, very fun, but it uh, in a club setting, you have to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to jump in and get right back type of thing. It's very funny, too, because it's like, at the comedy store, like, when you're working there, you're, like, in the room all night. Like, you see so much goddamn comedy, but it's, like, people are coming and going so much. Like, the comics are, like, just getting there right before they're set and probably leaving right after. So, like, if somebody, like you're saying, has a funny hat on, ten people in a row are like, look at that fucking hat. 
And like to the comic, they're like, right? And then everyone in the crowd is like, yeah, yeah we already saw that happening like, ten times. Like, blind. Yeah, yeah. The person has like no idea because they're just like, yeah. they just got there and they're going to be leaving right after. So like, I've seen that literally like almost ten people in a row. I don't remember what it was, but basically the same yeah. thing. Like your hat is crazy. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's my idea of crowd work is, is look at that crazy hat. Look at that crazy hat. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's. Um, I don't know. I I did a lot of improv in college. Which How are, was college improv? Were they? Was it a tough nut to crack? Was it like did you have to pay your dues, or were they just like you're funny, you're awesome, you've been doing stand up since you were seventeen, you took a class uh, with your that dad. did help. That did help because they were like, oh, you know, she's but not many people in college do stand up, so it was a very different format. And I don't think I ever really fully did improv. I don't think I ever... I did it for four years. I even taught it. And I don't think I ever fully did it. I think I was always six seconds ahead being like, this is what I'm about to say. I couldn't help myself. It was like, I just don't trust to be... Yeah, I did improv at the fun house. Like, you know, like, you know, doing the paid, (laughs) air quotes, improv shows. Yeah. And, uh, I would feel the same. And, and I was listening to a podcast where an improviser, I think it was Jason Manzoukas, was like, you stop doing improv if you're not great at it. Yeah. Because why would you stop doing it if it came easy and natural and you're really doing it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm just doing it because I was like, it's going to make me a fun of your stand-up. Yeah. And that's the wrong reason to do it, but I still gained a lot from doing improv yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I, I see exactly what you're saying. We're like, I did it, I did it for like three years and I'm just like, I was just trying not to fuck up a scene. Yeah. Yeah. And I was never good at, um, Truly, the only thing I was good at in improv was standing and saying something funny. I could not build a scene. I could not... Remember names for a shit. I hate nope, that. couldn't do that. Couldn't do the building... What's it called? Space work. Space work. Yeah. I would just walk right through not things. Not mining. There's a difference. <laughs> I just don't like not mining. Like, like I don't... Because I would do a show in L.A., um... We get it, you're from. I know, I'm, well, you know, I'm talking about where I've done, I've done quite, a few, quite a few places. Uh, no, I would do the, we would do this show every week called Comedian Cinema Club, which was like a movie recreation improv, like drinking thing. Yeah, like a show, and it was very fun, so like we would do Jurassic Park, and we would like have an outline where we have like ten scenes that are from the movie that are gonna kinda carry oh us God. beginning to end. And also, we're getting drunk. The crowd's getting drunk, and like, it was awesome. Like, it's a very weird like. You guys are leaving before the funhouse reel, and it's like we would. I mean, but we would have that was our thing. We used to improv like it was genre long form. So it was like we're gonna improv a Harry Potter movie every week. Oh, okay. We're gonna improv, uh, you know, a Star Trek. We're gonna improv. You know, it was, but we w- Downton Abbey. We would. And the show was like very alcohol involved. Fun, like, unbel- I mean, it was like very drinking heavy, especially like with the crowd. But it's like we would go out into the crowd, and we would like we're all comedians doing it. So like we would talk to people in the crowd during the thing. Like, oh hey, we just in the moment, like oh shit, we didn't have anyone to do this. We'll just grab some dude. Like hey, you come up here and do this too. Like it was very like free and fun. But we would like have it where we would have these like like very talented at what they do improvisers that would do the show but would like get mad at us and like we've had people like yell at us backstage these improvisers because they're like this isn't how you do that and like I've gotten a note with these people like of course at this time I'm drunk and I'm like I would be like oh shut you're fucking trying to turn comedy into homework get the fuck out of here because like, people would like the show is so fun and the crowd's having a great time but like in the middle of like a scene these people would like correct somebody on like 
uh, how to improvise. And like, there was one thing I remember specifically, like somebody did that, and then to like one of my friends said, I remember what he like did, made a joke, and then the person like corrected them on like improv structure. And then, like he was, this like, is how you herald. Yeah. And it was like there was like a hundred people there who were watching, and he was like, I don't know, they seemed to really like it. And the crowd's like, Yeah! And it's like so they would shit like that would just happen all the time with the like these improviser <laughs> people, and I would just I couldn't, couldn't, yeah. couldn't be around them. Well, I was just on a uh, trip with my old college improv team this weekend, and uh, it was a very. Jumping from being around stand-ups to being around improvisers was wild. It was just wild. It was like, oh, you guys, like, live totally different lives than what I'm used to (laughs) being around. It was just very crazy to me. Like, this, this very, not, for improvisers... Not very spontaneous people at all. Like, so structured in the way that they do things, which is fine, and I love them all, and X, Y, and Z. But I was like, what the fuck? I feel crazy around them. Around improvisers. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're wild. We used to do, uh, a couple times we did, like, improvisers versus stand-up softball games. (laughs) (laughs) The improvisers are winning because they have, like, an entire plan drawn out. And they're like, here we have... This is what we'll do. We'll uh, you know, it's it's just funny. Like they are different, and well, there's there's certain people that, that that live in both worlds. They also have a secret move is like producing shows. Like, oh, if there's a funny improv group that there's a stand up in, mm-hmm. book the stand up and their improv group because you'll get at least like twenty people at the improv group. Even if oh like, yeah, they're, they're, they're so supportive. Yeah, and the I think the big thing is that a lot of doing stand up in the culture and the community is walking a very fine line of bad decisions. <laughs> and these people don't make bad decisions. They like to do improv. They like structure of yeah. improv. Uh, that's what I don't they like. Don't... I think it's just the structure of the whole thing. Well, there was... So, so okay, so this is actually crazy. This is actually nuts. And and I, they'll never listen to this. I love you guys. But they make itineraries for every trip, which blows my mind. But, like, down to the hour. Down to the hour. Scheduling hangout time. We put when we post the list. <laughs> can't to, handle that. No, no. It, it was. I just this have is when we fuck. Literally, <laughs> I am so used to being no. with people who are like, "We're gonna meet here and see what happens." And I'm like, yeah. "Okay, yeah. cool." And we'll typically, meet here between people six are like, and eight. "Yeah." It's like it, it sounds like well, we'll end up at high dive. Literally, <laughs> yeah. Like eventually. I'm sure we'll end up here. Yeah. At some point, and to be around people where it's where it's. uh Like, for instance, we got to the grocery store, and I went inside the grocery store, and I got told to hold on, because we're not all going in the grocery store yet, and I said, correct me if I'm wrong, we will be going into the grocery store, and they said, yes, but all together, which (laughs) blew my mind, and I said, well, I'm going to go in anyway. Uh, one time in the courtroom, uh, on, on like a comics group, someone posts like, hey, I'm doing a podcast or a show about, um, victims of like, uh, of like cults. And I was like, 
I, I messaged him. I was like, well, how was it in improv? For a <laughs> we used to do this, but since, like, we used to do this dominatrix themed show, and, and like one time, like they went too far, and like I think I got gaslit by them. <laughs> and they're like not funny, yeah. and I'm like, no, but seriously, like I think I had an abusive improv teacher. <laughs> yeah, I need to talk to you guys about something. <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for another therapist. I already got one for the kid and the folk. You know? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, um, it's just not to bomb. assume you've ever bombed ever at either improv or stand-up, but I've I've bombed oh. by myself and bombed as a group. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I've done improv on an Air Force base. Yeah, well, I I did his show and I bombed on that comedian cinema club show, and I will never forget what it. Was the movie. Uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas, Christmas, which I don't even like that movie, so it was like a very strange... No, it's funny they needed a Santa. You don't strike me <laughs> as a Jack Skellington backpack type. No, no. Well, it's funny because none of us really even on that show are like, Nightmare Before Christmas is our favorite movie. We're like, all right, it's... Uh... But you around, pick, it's around Christmas. Yeah. You pick just cult classics yeah. so that people buy tickets yes. and whatever. Yes, that's Nostalgia the sells. Yes. And there was, I was bombing. Like group doesn't sell. It sells once. Yeah. <laughs> and I was bombing and I ran out into the audience to like dance during a thing. And I will never forget it. I slipped and slammed my face on a table and it ended up being other stand-ups who came to see the show. Oh, and they no. were like, are you okay? Wait, you got stand-ups that come to your improv show? They would never do that. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. The show, because the show was like, I don't know, it had a very like DIY kind of punk feel to it because we would like make our own costumes that would like fall apart the entire yeah. show and we would yes. like smack each other across the face and like, yeah. Dra- dra- I would like drag people across tables and like knock a bunch of shit off and it was a wild yeah. time. Yeah. And we'd just go like this, and they would bring over everything that we just knocked off. Like, we'd do one of these, and the bar would be like, and make their drinks again. Yeah. A lot of broken glass, a lot of... The last stand-up bombing I had was right before we left. I was in the window of the comedy store, where they were doing, like, because of COVID... They were having mm. us in the window. And like in Amsterdam store. when you're picking out a... Yeah, yeah literally, yeah. <laughs> and so I couldn't really hear what was going on outside, but all of a sudden I saw people screaming at these two ladies in the front. And I was like, what is going on? And it totally set me off. And I hadn't done stand-up in months at this point because of COVID. So it to- totally set me off. And I remember just, like, losing my entire set, everything just, like, going away. And I remember, like, afterwards, I was so upset because it was my first time back. And, like, at the comedy store, nonetheless, I just ate a fat dick in front of these people. And I just went back to the main room and I was, like, crying because I was just so frustrated. And then I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is not something to cry about. You at least got to get up there. You at least got to whatever. Like, look at where you're crying. You're crying in the main room of the comedy. This is not bad. In one year, you'll be Portland's funniest. <laughs> if only I had known. If only I had known. But, yeah, it was... It, that was... It's always... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not... I'm not the kind that bombs and hangs out. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I bombed in Battleground. Um... Of all places, Battleground, Washington. Yes. You know, east of Van Tucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not like my joke when I was making fun of Vancouver. I was like, I thought you were like the Shelby, but like, if I shit on Vancouver yeah. where I live, um, and like my bit about the Vancouver naked bike ride. 
It's like the portable one. Look through your teeth. <laughs> the manager of the bar gets on the oat mic and on the on a ghost mic. I was like, "You're done. Get off the stage." What the fuck? Really? For that? <laughs> because well, one because I had a lazy headliner. It was like this whole like. You're gonna do five minutes. This guy's a headliner, but the headliner by like the third night is like, "Hey kid, you're not bad. You know, do ten, do fifteen. I'll give a fuck." Mm-hmm. Didn't know the my manager there was like, "Bring the guy on." I was bombing. Don't get me wrong, I was bombing. Yeah. But I could handle it. I've 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 bombed in Vancouver. <laughs> I've bombed yeah. in uh, uh, everywhere. Um, but getting getting pulled off the stage by the bar manager, by a ghost mic, and hearing, like, a guy in the front row be like, I want to kick that guy's ass. I literally went out the back door and, like, drove home. It was like, <laughs> maybe I'm done with comedy. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I've done a good amount of bombing. Uh, I mean, I've had, like, beer bottles thrown at me, like, multiple times. No, like, in Blues Brothers? Yeah. Uh, like Without the cage? Yeah, multiple times. Like, it was me. Because I was the same joke. You're like, ah, it always gets it going, yeah. No, I mean... With the keto stuff, dude. Doing comedy... Like, I mean, I started whenever I was 18. You guys both started as babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, like... I mean, I'm like, I have no idea how to do comedy. I'm doing comedy in Bakersfield. So also, like, I don't know how, like... If somebody even, like, talks a little bit, I don't know how to be like, well, shut the fuck up, you fucking bitch. Like, I just don't even know, how, like, any of that. So it's just, like, also, I'm not funny. I'm fucking 18 years old. Nothing's ever, like, actually happened to me. Like, I'm, Who are you closing with when you were 18? I don't even Kelly. know. Kelly? Uh, Besides roasting the mean girl at your high school. Oh. <laughs> uh, I had a bit about... Um, uh, when I was seven, I was in a karate class <gasps> and karate the, class closer. <laughs> oh, really? Did you do you have a karate class closer? I have an opener karate class. Oh hell yeah, yeah! And it basically was about how they had me wrestle a fourteen-year-old, but she was <laughs> like she had glasses that were like super thick, so she was like blind essentially, and I beat the shit out of her. <laughs> I feel like you guys were in the same karate class. Yeah. I feel like you were the 14 year old. Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Well, you can imagine a strict sensei and Brendan, do your punches. He has, he has yeah. miles from the pole. can't straight my arm. Literally not straighten his arm. <laughs> oh, fuck. So they were like, they made me stay after and they like, straighten it! <laughs> doing the whole like blood sport. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're stretching. Stretching you out. Yeah, I mean, I used to bomb. We did get one strike in karate class. Before we pieced out of that, mm. we're good for you. Oh, I I quit almost immediately. It's, it's, nice, it's nice having a sibling to quit. I saw like, the like because like you had to do like this thing called the kata to like get your belt or like whatever. And I saw you had him, to memorize karate dances to get a belt. <laughs> I saw him do it, and I was like, "No, I'm, I'm not good. doing that." <laughs> I'm good. I thought it was like you just punch a bunch of people in the face and you punch the right ones you and get the board. Their belt. Yeah. Break the board and you're good. Once I took down a 14 year old, I was like, I gotta quit. I'm too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna have to get these I'm uh, fists registered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't even begin to talk about how many times I've bombed. Like, it's just everywhere and anywhere I've bombed in front of. Well, you haven't ever bombed in Portland's Funniest Person Contest. That's good, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Three for three. We got I, that, I think I, like, honestly, we watched a lot of the rounds. Like, honest to God, 120 people that performed, there was maybe, like, five bombs. Yeah. Because even weirdos. Even like, weirdos. The, the, the crowd is so Yeah, the crowd is so Because people, like, because like, the contest started, they were at half capacity. By the end of it, it was like, we're back. 
Yeah. And then at the very end, it was like, not so fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, by the end of it, like, the last two rounds were so hot that it was like, yeah, it was crazy. I there. just felt like there was, I don't know, which even like for the, like, I feel like I had to go up and kind of like start out and like create my own thing, like kind of start out slower and like, Whoever was in front of me usually just fucking murdered. So you deliberately so. started slow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's where the low. But I felt like I could either have, like, gone out there and been like, how the hell are we doing tonight? But I literally, like, I think almost every set I went out and was like, oh, cool, give it up for those guys, give it up for you guys. No, you said, like, like, thank you. You used to make a reference to a fake DJ. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. cut it. Like, cause, cut, what did you say? Cut, cut it, DJ. Because <laughs> there's no DJ. Yeah, yeah. There's no music. Good stuff. Yeah. Classic. So like, I don't know. It was... Just because, especially like in my, uh, what was that? No, that was my opening round. Like, I went right after Jordan Kasner, who had just like annihilated. And so, like, I like had no choice but to go out and be like, dude, get it up for Jordan Kasner. Jesus Christ, he just murdered. No, and then in the semifinals, you had to follow Mike Lindsay, who was, I had those like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, very fast, the same thing. Like, I was like, Mike. 51 on the Brendo meter to your 44, but those judges, they didn't like those PP jokes. (laughs) And then even like in the, in the finals, I had to come out after Dylan Jenkins, who was like, also destroyed, so I was like, alright, slow it down, Dylan, Dylan killed, let Dylan's, Dylan's laughter get out of here. You went second in the finals? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was over yeah. fast. Yeah. <laughs> I went second to last. Yeah, holy shit. Well, you did it. What's next? What are you going to do with the second stimulus? What's um? <laughs> what does comedy look like in 2023? I don't know. 2023. Hey, um, well, I mean, so my parents... This is part of the reason why we're going back so soon. My parents are moved from... Uh, Connecticut and are now moving to California. So we're going to all get to be together, which I'm freaking stoked. I've been living in the same state as them in 10 years. No, my mom, when I had a kid, moved out for the first time in 20 years. 20 years. Wow. From where? It's been hard. From San Diego? No, from Wisconsin. Oh, Oh, wow. So she was originally from the Midwest. I finished high school. I'm the younger one. And she's like, hey, um... Dipped. I'm going home to uh, the Midwest, so... You guys don't have a home and the only home you've ever known. <laughs> and then it, it immediately went from like, it's like first Christmas. You no, know, San Diego, you can never go back there because yeah. it's too it's like, You guys never come home anymore. We're like, to Stolten, Wisconsin? What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. It's zero degrees and we used to have 76 degree Christmases. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, she was a single mom and it was like, she I can hard. support my kids more over my lower cost of living, but then yeah. we had a baby. Uh, and then Brendo, uh, almost killed himself in the pandemic and I got him up here. So I went from like, oh, dear. were you in San Diego? I was in, um, Inland Empire. Oh, gotcha. He's right. like, I was in hell. I was in, I was in hell. desert of hell, <laughs> basically. Yukaipa. Okay. I know Yukaipa. That is yeah, desert. On the way to desert Palm Springs. Springs. Very desert. Yeah. On the way to the Capazon dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're still here with us. Capazon dinosaurs. Yeah. No, oddly enough, uh, one of his uh, known suicide plans, he's had a lifelong depression. We talked about this on the podcast, isn't it weird? One of his friends, when he went missing, um, was like, well, you know, like he always talked about... Check the dinosaur's he stomach. He wanted to drive to Disneyland and kill himself there. Really? You know what? That's actually isn't popu- it that's the, popular. Isn't it the parking garage? That's popular. Yeah, yeah, that's a popular move. People do that. I was going to yeah. jump off the parking garage. That was... Hack. What time, wow. what time of day? Hack. What was your what time of day were you thinking? Like as late as possible. Okay. 
I thought you were gonna say nine a.m. <laughs> well, I, mean, like, I I didn't want to like do it in front of every like a ton of people because like that would be traumatizing. He didn't want to traumatize the kiddos, so he ended up leaving out of his car and thinking for days he was gonna jump off a hospital parking lot because he's like, oh, I'm already there. Yeah, they'll take me right inside. But when, it, when you have a DNR on your like, do not resuscitate on your thing, like <laughs> I know I'm already here. I did have a DNR. There you go. See, that's a good idea. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, I, Thank God you didn't do that. I, We're like I, climbing I, I, Matterhorn midday. Wow. But yeah, I like I Sky I just ride, cut yeah. myself off because like I was doing an open mic in Riverside and then they stopped doing it uh-huh. like a year before. This was before COVID. Like the only the closest mic I had was Riverside, and yeah. then they stopped. What it. mic so was I, that? It was this. It was a mixed mic called. Oh, okay. It was called Rupo Riverside mixed Underground mics. Performance Organization. Gotcha. Okay. And it was like mostly poets, but I was like one of the comedians, and they loved me because like I broke up all the like really serious yeah, that karate yeah. opener. I fifty one fifty a friend of mine at Riverside. I'm it's actually in Colton. Yeah. I got fifty one fifty in Colton. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, one of my friends was. Losing his marbles a little bit. He's a very funny comedian. It happens, man. Having a kind of a Truman Show uh, kind of thing. And I just saw him randomly. He's a fat guy. He was very skinny. He was also smoking a little bit of methamphetamine. And, uh... Have you tried that? <clears throat> so then I... Uh, no, it'll make it worse. And then... So I, like, walked around with him for, like, well, like all like all day. And then his mom lived in Phoenix. And I called her and she... My Spanish and her Spanish met directly in the middle. And she came out in there. central. Yeah. And then her mom came... His mom came and picked him up, and then in Riverside, he, like, hopped out of the car, and he was posting these very weird, not, like, mid-drive, like, he, they stopped somewhere, but he was posting these, like, wild Facebook lives from somewhere in Riverside, so I had to, like, it was like that documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats, a little bit, where I literally had to, like, hit up... Good advice. I just posted online where I was like, hey, I need, uh, if you are a comedian or person at Riverside, like, please DM me. And a bunch of people hit me up and I was like, where is this Stater Brothers right here? Like, <laughs> here's the parking lot and here it is. And people were like, it's this one. No, it's this one. And then like three people were like, no, it's exactly no. this one. Brendan has some famous <clears throat> friends that, you know, we made a, a missing person flyer and got like boosted by like, you know, people like Dave Arcade, Ron Funches and Kevin Smith. Oh. And so one of the things that got him out of the car in the, in the hospital parking garage was you know seeing people be like Brenda hope you're I okay. Tom Sawyer'd myself. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so so sorry, just because I want to make sure I get yeah, your story right. correct. So so a year before this mic got canceled, is that yeah. what you're saying? So then during that time I had like nothing. Got it. That's so I just had no I like I I quit my job in January. Like I, I by not going, he falling down. Yeah, I stopped going to work, and eventually my work's like, hey, are you going to come back? And I was like, nah. And they were like, well, you have kids, to... kids, Brendan? You work for a school. I don't know. I was just feeling like shit. What? What? Were you a teacher? I was a computer specialist. Like, oh, I helped okay. the computers. I was like the IT guy at two schools. Oh, okay. Got it. And so, like, I just... My meds stopped working, and... I think that's what happened. I just was like, I don't want to get out of bed anymore. Yeah. And like, and then like, and then I didn't have comedy. I didn't have and wrestling. Like, well, I had. I I would. I was just going to wrestling on the weekends, like independent wrestling shows all over Southern California, mm-hmm. mostly LA. Yeah. And and then when the, when COVID happened and like everything stopped, 
I was just like in my own little bubble. Yeah, a lot of and people. And then like yeah. money ran, and then like, and I was like, well, I'll just see what happens until money runs out. And then I was like, well, I'm still feeling like shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I was feeling not in the exact same boat of like that shitty, but I was just like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So that's why I went to Montana for a month. So I was like, I, I gotta, I'm fucking losing my mind in LA. Ugh, yeah, I imagine in LA. I mean, I. I consider, you know, I, I knew Richard Bain, and I know that calm, not him not having even a shitty mic to go to and just destroy for four minutes. Of course. Didn't help his depression. No. Didn't help it at all. And it's awful, and it's like, yeah. my job was also at a comedy club, and it's like, I would be there, you know, like, four nights a week, like, like very late, like, with my large group of friends who also all work there, like, it's very fun. It was a blast, you know? To think of everything, yeah, the COVID took away so much for you. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and they they were closed until June, I think. (laughs) So, like, they just opened back up, like, not that long ago. It's like everything. Then we all got vaxxed, and we all did a contest. And now here we freaking are. We're alive. We're We're doing great. Families are reuniting. Things are things are looking up. Credits are building on credits. Found out that Kelly kicked Brendan's ass in a karate class (laughs) many years ago. And I'm very sorry about that. I can't help but think it. So you guys got like plans back in LA, like forming plans, fan back together. So he's going back to work. There, you're you're gonna take Cameron Peloso with you, are you? No, no, he's he's one of my favorite new contest friends. I met him a couple mics before the contest. Yeah. Funny and cool. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, he's very funny. Um, But same thing. Cameron's been doing comedy since like seventeen, and it's like I've known him for a long time down there. Yeah, like crash at my place. He's living in Orange County, and so like he was funny, and I like knew him a little bit. I was like, hey man, like anytime you're up in LA, like call me. Like you can sleep on my couch. Like you can do whatever you need to do. Well, we have a room. Below our stairs. The tiny room below the stairs. That is a great place. Cameron's like, hey, we need a feature. We we got an open date. You'd be like. Does it come with a place? You're like, no. But it's like, but I know the the crash. The tiny stairs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, it's exciting. Going back to work on the 26th. Like, got a few shows going. Just have to find a place right now. Yeah. 26th of September? Yeah. So, it's coming up fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next month. I don't even have dates available to book in Portland anymore. Yeah, there's a few. I've got quite a few things left to do. Like, a few shows, and, like, we're both doing Tacoma. Any, like, Portland bucket list shit, that non-comedy you have to do before you... I mean, you'll be back because you have families here. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and just like... And someone's got to host next year's comedy. Oh, yeah. I'm coming back. I'm going to be here for... Yeah, at least I'm doing it. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a great paycheck. I know. Why wouldn't I do it? And if we're fully open, like, and there's like 200, there's like twice as many, you can, you can do two contests in one night. Look at that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll enter again. The, uh... Oh, man. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, I think once we get back, it's just kind of hit the ground running, you know, remind clubs that we exist and whatever and, you know, kind of rebuild, but, uh, yeah. Karate classes again? Karate classes, maybe. Gonna have to, our little dog is gonna finally be in Los Angeles and he's a Chihuahua, so he'll love the heat. And yeah, it'll be good. I'm hyped. Hyped. Very hyped. It's awesome to have the funniest person and Bruce. I know. Four through twelve. Great to have my wife here the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, she was great. Yeah, really lets you do the talking. So (laughs) sorry, babe. Um, No, the baby stirred, and and she was the good one, and uh, I'm an asshole. Couldn't move the podcast in there. Just all five of us (laughs) in the bed. 
The fuck yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for having us. Shoot. Thanks, dudes. Oh, yeah. Plug your shit. You got a podcast? Yes. Uh, which is going to be revived in just a, a second. my sibling. Really? <laughs> uh, I have Just Talking, uh, which is on iTunes and Spotify. And then um, you can follow me at, at This Is Kelly Ryan and my website, Kelly Ra- kellycomedy.com. Yeah. So, there you go. Yes. Yes. Nice. We're done. We're done. Love you, bro. Great. Love you, bro.